So I got Jeremy coming. First, thanks everyone for tuning into the show. Uh, I got Jeremy Cummings coming on. He uh, has been balls deep in Bitcoin lately, so I wanted to have him on and talk about it because I don't necessarily know how I feel about crypto, but he's pretty convinced. He's a tweeting about it daily kind of guy. So this is just a fun light show talking about crypto and uh, just just random life stuff like that. As always, I appreciate all y'all's. Um, this was actually the first show back from the break. I kind of threw it in later because I'm like, you know, it's just I don't want to start back on such a casual note. But thanks. Here's here's the first show back after a two, uh, after a month long break and not talking to anyone. So lots of love. Here's the show. All right, first show back with Dirtball. How goes it, brother? <laughs> Dirtball, Jeremy Cummings, whatever you want to call me, it's going good. Nice. What you what you been up to over all of December? Hanging out with the family, reading about Bitcoin, playing in for dirt balls this year. Yeah, I like it. I've <laughs> almost wanted to tweet back to you. It's like, how do you know someone has a, even a sliver of a Bitcoin as they can't stop pumping Bitcoin on Twitter? Because you just keep posting about it, man. Yeah, I mean, it's also because it really is, it's a subject that, it's the convergence of like technology, political science, economics, philosophy, and it really is going to affect everything. As things move forward, and I'm just excited. It's been a by, decade. It's been a decade. It hasn't really made too much progress. What do you What do you think is going to be the thing that, like, actually, like, the biggest domino? I mean, a lot of people are. There's a lot of projects where people are essentially building the the user interface for Bitcoin. Oh, really? Because the big problem is, like, the reason it's not widely adopted right now is that it is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's probably not going to be even like two months. Till I have my like actual wallet set up, yeah. and it's fully anonymized. So it's like Cash App or Robinhood account with Bitcoin in it, not a wallet. A wallet's like a secure thing that you can't be breached or something. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's a couple different types of wallets. Most I mean, so Cash App and Robinhood, it's basically, I don't know how to explain it. Like you're, they're holding your Bitcoin for you. Mm, okay. So, and you don't own the private key to that Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's that's what really means that's your Bitcoin mm-hmm. is when you have the private key for it. So does each Shatoshi have its own private key, which is like a long string of binary or numbers or letters? I'm the wrong person to talk ah. to you about the technical side <laughs> oh, of it. Okay. I'm I'm a like a philosophical. Yeah. Okay. So and, and, and on your it. philosophy on it comes from fuck the government. Essentially. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Actually, before we go any further. Yeah. Tiger and I are not financial professionals. No, I am. Nothing in here is financial I've, advice. I've watched Martin Chakrilli's entire YouTube uh, catalog about uh, finance, so I am. So you, actually, you, you're basically yeah. certified. Yeah, you're basically, I'm practically reserve. certified. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's like always do your own research before you invest in anything. Consult financial professionals. But yeah, and I don't own Bitcoin, so this is this is a, a, a very two sided argument in terms of like I, I I'm not completely sold. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, fuck the government. The U.S. dollar is really questionable. Because money is a technology that people use to streamline human interactions and human society. Mm-hmm. And Bitcoin is just like a software update to money. And you asked a, you asked a specific question yeah. before. What was that question? I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I mean, Bitcoin is, is essentially... So the internet decentralized information and... As much as people are trying to own the internet, like Facebook wants to own the internet, the ISPs want to own the internet, the internet protocol itself is just a technology that people use to send information. Yep. And Bitcoin is just a technology that people use to store and exchange value. The reason it's not taken off yet is because of the, the user experience. Yeah. And in terms of something like the internet or Bitcoin, a decade is like a year. Okay. So like th- th- it takes longer for these things so to what develop. what do you mean user experience? Like wallets that are way more easily accessible? Because like when the computer just came out and people were learning to code, like they had to originally code in binary on like those sheets of paper that would come out mm-hmm. with little holes punched in them. And then it got better and better and better. And it's getting to the point where coding will eventually be like you type out what you want it to look like. Like, hey, I want like a, a generalized square and then the next page to be here. And then it'll kind of convert it to code. I think it's just going to get easier and easier. Yeah. You think Bitcoin's at the binary stage of that? Yeah, sort of. 
it's like so I had an interesting philosophical discussion the other day about math and there's Sounds a fun <laughs> it was it yeah. was really fun because there's a philosophical question about whether or not math would exist without humans okay. like is math something fundamental in the universe that we tap into or is math something that humans created and added to the universe mm -hmm. just like make sense of it yeah okay and i think it's i think it's option a like I believe that math is a fundamental quality of the universe yeah. and humans just discovered it. Like you find patterns in geometry that are just absolute and universal. And Bitcoin is just one, one mathematical reality. Like the cryptographic equation of Bitcoin is just like one piece of math that people have discovered. Mm -hmm. And Bitcoin is the first way of like harnessing that mathematical energy. Yeah. And right now it is really complicated. Mathematical energy. It's so <laughs> funny, man. It, it, and it is really complicated and esoteric right so now. So what is it? What is it? Is it a string of numbers and letters that's unique and can't be replicated or something? So that it's like a Bitcoin address is sort of like a really complicated equation. Mm -hmm. And the private key, public key I was talking about before is like, the public key is one half of that transaction and the, I mean, equation. Mm -hmm. And the private key is a piece of that equation that you cannot solve the equation unless you have that piece. But then what's the point of solving the equation? So it's already been solved and it gets broken back up yeah. into its worth and then the two keys for it. Yeah. I mean, solving the equation, like having the knowledge to solve the equation is what lets you spend Bitcoin or mm -hmm. receive Bitcoin from somebody yeah. or give somebody Bitcoin. And also, like, we shouldn't dig too much into the technical stuff because that's not so, my so, area so of expertise. Let's talk about that. economics and politics. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Bring it in. So <laughs> do you think any political uh, candidate or person ever will verify Bitcoin? Because that's what's really preventing it from going 100 to 1,000x. Yeah, is a lot of people. the government could hypothetically shut it down. Yeah, and a lot of people are worried about the legal risk of holding on to Bitcoin. I, I think there are some people in the government who are already friendly to it. But it is like the it as a technology that has the ability to completely disrupt the economic paradigm right now. Like money, state currencies are have become tools that the state uses to control people and watch people. Mm -hmm. Especially with the US dollar. They've built up so much financial surveillance technology. Yeah. And we're at the point where people of certain political beliefs are getting like kicked off of MasterCard and stuff. So the powers that be like all of the different powers that be. Yeah. There's lots of them. Yeah. They are using money and the financial systems to track and control people. Mm -hmm. And Bitcoin is something, because it is just like a mathematical constant sort of that gets tapped into, that's not something people can control and regulate. And so the people whose interest is to control and regulate the world hate yeah. Bitcoin. What about the people who run the UI for Bitcoin? Yeah, those people are... There will always be gatekeepers who can kind of control it. And that's the thing. But you can access Bitcoin without those gatekeepers. And that's what I'm trying to learn how to do right now. Because I've got like the Raspberry Pi I'm setting up. This app I just downloaded is not me owning my own Bitcoin. Uh, Shouts out to Honey Miner, though. It's a good product. That's funny. So far. He, he made eight cents mining Bitcoin this morning. <laughs> Been up since 5 a.m. No, I, I mean, and that, that includes like the sign-up bonus they, they gave oh, me of cool. a thousand That's sats. so like. funny. <laughs> That's so funny. So dude. in reality, I only mined like one twelfth of a cent at most. Yeah. But how much electricity did it cost to mine that one tenth of a cent? I don't know. And that's actually... That's <laughs> Probably a, ten cents. Well, I mean, that's actually on, that's a, not my concern because I'm not paying for this building's electricity. That's so funny, dude. You just go set up at the library with like 20 computers. Like, so you can't do this. I'm doing, I'm doing it. <laughs> set up a I'm mining rig a, in the I'm library. mining one, one millionth of a Bitcoin. <laughs> like, yeah. No. I mean, and mining is, mining is cool. It's not. I mean, isn't that almost, isn't it getting harder to mine the further along it's going? The less Bitcoins there are, the harder it is to mine the last few. Last few thousand well, or however many there are. I think so, yeah, because mining is becoming less profitable, but mining was necessary for the first part of Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't know when all the Bitcoins are going to be created. Because like, cause there's an end, and then it's like a set amount of valuable goods or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it still doesn't make sense to me. Like, like, 
I mean, the dollar isn't backed on anything. And even when the dollar is backed by gold, gold doesn't really mean anything because what is gold used for? Yeah. So is this just another thing that isn't really backed by anything? It's just something that there's a set number of that's easy to distribute without the government uh, taking a slice of? Is that what, what Bitcoin's seen as? So something, my favorite thing about learning about Bitcoin is it's a great lens to learn about all these other things. Because mm. the U.S. dollar is actually essentially backed by the u.s debt yeah so like the money that the value of the dollar is essentially derived from using the debt as collateral yeah t-bills t-bills yeah like treasury bills i i I don't know that the u.s debt and then it turns into money kind of thing yeah something like that it really doesn't make sense like (laughs) no none of it the more you peek into this like because it's it's such a weird have you heard of mon- modern monetary theory? Not at all. It's the theory, quote unquote, that the government can solve all its financial problems by just printing more money and creating more debt because debt is the value of the dollar. And that just uh-huh. doesn't make any sense at all because no, it doesn't have work in reality. Have tried that, just printing money? Yeah, and it leads to hyperinflation, like, yeah. like but in then Austria also more debt. Venezuela. So that's a two-part that you kind of smushed into one, printing more money and creating more debt. They print more money and also create more debt Yeah. at once. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe I'm sure people put a lot of time into thinking of it, so I'm not just yeah, going to immediately discredit it. But The, the Fed, wacky. though, is like, I don't know. I, I think people should really learn more about how the central banking system actually works. I'm actually going to close my bank account with Chase like within this next week and open it with local credit union. Yeah, no, shouts out Northwest Community Credit Union. That's who has my business account. They actually sponsored this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're now listening to an hour-long ad. No, I'm actually probably going to go with them or someone, whoever's closest with my house. Yeah, OCCU effort is good, too. Nice, because people are just like, Chase invests in all the bad parts of the world, like globalization, like the bad global yeah. parts of the world, whereas community credit unions like invest in the local community in a positive way. I'm like, all right, that's an easy enough thing. And uh, Chase gives you fees every month like they take $12 every month and I'm like that's getting obnoxious you know um so fuck that so I'm, I'm switching over and people take these banks for granted but the banks have no interest in your financial success like they just want to be able to like make risky investments with your money I know and charge you for taking risks with your money yeah, but what else can you do except buy Bitcoin? No, I'm kidding. I'm so fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, learning about Bitcoin is a good first step. I think people, in general, I think we just need to scale down society. Like, we need to scale down banking because part of the problem is just these massive financial organizations that the yeah. average person has no idea what's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you do bank with your own Bitcoin, then you can gamble with your own money. Yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Financial I mean, how sovereignty. do you feel when Bitcoin goes down by like a 20% within a month or something like that? Well, I don't care. Because don't I, care? I use an investment strategy called dollar cost average. Oh, so you just keep buying once a week or yeah, something? Yeah, you buy the same U.S. dollar amount every week, and over time, it results in a net positive. And Unless it keeps going down. <laughs> I also don't really care about the U.S. dollar price of Bitcoin. Okay. Because that's not the value of it. But you've got it at some point, because if it's really low to the U.S. dollar, you could have bought more. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like you know, you're like shit. I could have bought a whole Bitcoin if I'd waited a year instead of buying a quarter of a Bitcoin now. Well, it's all about stacking sats, like the satoshis, yeah. the, the Bitcoin cents. Okay. There's a hundred million satoshis in each Bitcoin. Yeah, and that's like there's a people have a lot of learning to do as far as Bitcoin, and it, it really like the U.S. dollar value of it is not the key metric of Bitcoin because mm. that's just because we're in the United States, yeah. and we obviously look at everything economic through the lens of U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. But over time, Bitcoin is going to stabilize, and state-run currencies are not going to stabilize. You think Bitcoin's going to stabilize? Yeah. Really? Once they've well, all I'm been not, mined? Yeah, I mean, it's going to stabilize and In respect to what? Get In respect to like how much it costs to buy a carton of eggs? Like, Will the egg stabilize and Bitcoin will stabilize? Because if one of those is destabilized... You know, like what would it be stable in respect to, if not other currencies or goods? I think the more people spend it, the more people actually use it as money, the mm. more it will become a more stable currency. Because mm. right now, a lot of people oh, you are mean speculating stable about in a price it. that isn't fluctuating. 
You mean like a stable as in like it's not going yeah. anywhere. I mean, prices always fluctuate. That's what I was saying. So yeah. when you said it's stable, I'm like, what? No, I mean, there's a certain thing called stable coins, which are coins. bitcoins specifically designed to not fluctuate in price. Oh, interesting. Because the, the bitcoin was just like the first blo- like really usable computing protocol for blockchain technology. Do you think there's a better one out today? Like Ethereum or one of those? You know, I used to be into Ethereum, but the more and more I learn about it is it's, uh, most of these altcoins, some people call them shit coins because most of them just mm. peak and so then So my 10,000 Dogecoins and XTX or, or XTC <laughs> are, are worth nothing? I don't know anything about Dogecoin. <laughs> but a lot of these like big cryptocurrencies like Ethereum... And XRP and stuff, yeah. they sacrifice privacy and anonymity mm. for speed and convenience. Oh, okay. And to me, the entire point of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and all that is the privacy and anonymity. Aren't you at all afraid that what you're helping work toward, progress toward, is uh, a dark net where you can buy assassins without being ever known? Like, they could just be like, I could put a hit out on, on you, on Dirtball, and then everyone could just crowdfund it. Like, once it gets to one full Bitcoin, like, someone will be like, yeah, I'll take whatever 10 or 20 grand to kill you. And it's completely anonymous who all, you know, donates toward it. So if it's completely anonymous and a lot of people hate you... 30 people could all donate like 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 10 bucks. Yeah. And then soon enough, some guy's like, yeah, that's a high enough number for me to kill this asshole and get away with it. And he does it, you know? Like, who knows if anonymity might not be a good thing? What stops <laughs> people from doing the same thing with offline U.S. dollar transactions? I, I don't even know what those are. Well, <laughs> like, just like, like me handing you $20. Oh, just cash. Because... Well, cause An- you, analog cash cannot be tracked either. But. Ooh, except what India did in 2016 when they recalled all two of their bills. It'd be like the U.S. government um, coming on all the news stations at 6 p.m. and saying, all right, the $10 and $20 bill are no longer U.S. currency. You have to go turn them in and explain. If you have a large amount, you have to explain where you got it because they were trying uh. to get rid of all black market money. And they said something like 70 to 80% were in those bills. And then... Um, so anyone who was just dealing with stuff like that or like drugs and stuff and they couldn't account for their money, they couldn't turn it in and it just turned to useless paper. Interesting. So you could, I, you could I mean, hypothetically, a bigger country than the U.S. already did. Yeah. But in a generality, yes. Yeah. I, I do agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, the U.S. is already making moves to take people off of cash. Yeah. I don't know the particulars of them, but just Google the war on cash and you'll probably find something. That's so funny. All those commercials <laughs> of people going through uh, checkout lines and people getting mad at people holding cash. Mm-hmm. Those are just propaganda against big cash. Yeah, okay. and people like, don't ever sacrifice privacy for convenience. And that, what? That, I do that all the time. Do you use Gmail? Not anymore. Well, I mean, I do still are use Gmail. Are you de-Googling? I am slowly de-Googling. Oh, I'm not a de-Googling. Because I, I have a, a couple encrypted email addresses. Mm, nice. I think everyone should start using encryption and VPN because... Yeah. You put your that, face on Instagram for convenience of growing your brand. Well, well see, I'm a Gemini, so I have split, oh I have, I have split personalities. <laughs> I don't believe those. So okay. I, have a, I have a public side of my personality yeah. and I have a private side of my okay. personality. But you share the same And everybody face. has yeah. that. Okay. Geminis experience the the bifurcated personality more than everybody else. No, I don't believe. I but believe everyone does. Everyone has multiple personalities. It's just a matter of how yeah. severe it's, your I'm, multiple I'm, personalities I'm, are. I'm gonna horribly misquote it, but isn't it like uh, we're all an amalgamation of like hundreds of different personalities, like living in the same house, and it's like whoever's kind of most prominent at the time. Yeah, and that's because we're not like one thing. Yeah, we're a colony. We're around of bacteria. And yeah, that too. Microorganisms. So literally, like you are not one thing. You're br- you are a colony of individuals. Yeah. Working in concert with yourself. I'm with you, dude. Do you want to hear the craziest thought of uh, consciousness that I've had over this break? That I'm like, yes. Okay. So so it's kind of I don't know if I've said it on the show, but the idea of uh, when you die or if you commit suicide or however you die, you don't actually your consciousness doesn't go away. It just stays in you until you've been like slowly decomposed. Like in it stays where all the energy is, which mm-hmm. tends to be like, like all of earth is like, all right, it's in the dirt. There's not very much for the atmosphere. And then it gets brought up into a plant, which is a little bit better eaten by an herbivore, a little bit more like bigger brain, mm. more energy yeah. condensed and then a carnivore. And then it's in our huge ass forebrain. So it's like, okay, boom. I don't know if consciousness was a, mm. uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, not a cancerous thing, but like a, 
what's it, a mutation like a mutate like you know how um mm, like uh, yeah. uh, like a long ass time ago there was a cell mutation that allowed the brain to grow for 20 years longer and that's why we have bigger brain sizes yeah. what if there's a mutation where all of a sudden people are conscious whereas other animal like maybe the randomest other animal like a mole rat's like conscious but like elephants aren't you know what if it's just a random thing that clicks on once like a bunch of dots go in a certain way hmm. i'm not sure what consciousness is but anyway so once you die um what if your consciousness stays there until it is like i want it when i die i want to be fed to a large animal like a yeah. lion or something so it's immediately like me into the shark pit yeah <laughs> so it immediately goes back into the cycle at a high level of and this is crazy talk i don't believe any of this necessarily it's just fun to think about but the Wait, Hindus, so wouldn't it make more sense for you to like feed yourself to your friends and family that's so funny i'm not gonna do that though that's really crazy talk um but i went to the hindu monastery when i was in Kauai, and what they do is they burn the bodies to put it back into the cycle as quick as it can but that would just turn it into atmospheric carbon mm -hmm. which would take a long time to settle and then get brought up in plants and then fed to animals and then bigger animals and bigger animals so i'm like fuck it just skip all that get fed mm -hmm. to a big animal right off but i think people's ideas of consciousness are really egotistical <sighs> how so because like human consciousness is just one variety of consciousness because mm. whales and dolphins are conscious. You ants, think so? Ants are you conscious. You can't say that for sure. Plants are conscious. You no, what I, do you mean conscious then? I basically what do you think consciousness mean, means? Or how do you define it? I, I guess I would define it as able to interact with other units of consciousness. Because this goes back to what we talked about in the other one where all people are part of the great spirit. Okay. Remember that conversation? No, but I'll buy it. Um, and I, I would extend that to just everything is part of the same energy field, mm. you well, could call it. Do you think dirt's conscious? Not in the same way that human, humans are conscious. But the dirt is actually mostly mycelium, mm -hmm. which is the fungal network that they spread nutrients throughout of. Yeah. And the mycelium can tell when you're walking over it. So in a certain sense, I consider that a type of consciousness. But is that consciousness or like a line of code that just says when when pressure felt on you, divert nutrients this way? Like I think well, what consciousness makes you, what makes you say that's not a type of consciousness if it is just a line of code? Yeah. So 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 there's obviously two. There's a, a binary way of thinking, and there's a whole spectrum in the middle. I think the one side of it is uh, pan. It's something like pan consciousness. I can't mm. think of the exact word right now. Um, Panpsychism. It's a whole uh, line of thinking where every single atom is consciousness. Mm -hmm. And then the other line of thinking is everything's super regular. Rocks aren't conscious, but humans are. Like, that's the two sides of the spectrum. Um, and I think if you follow that spectrum, it'd be like, okay, well, little, 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 um, like, bacteria are, like, two, two lines of code where it's like, mm -hmm. all right, find new cell, infect, or whatever, and then, like, like, spread. And then you go to bugs, and they're like, all right, go toward light find go toward this animal that you can suck its blood and then run away from this animal yeah um and then it gets bigger and bigger rats are like 20 <laughs> lines of code dolphins are a thousand lines of code and humans so what if once you have like a million lines of code it's like all right we need to poop and we need to eat and i want to do a talk show and then like i want to meet this person i know this person i know how to talk it's like yeah once you have like two billion lines of code boom consciousness appears what if it's a hmm. thing that clicks on once you have enough dots to fully because i would almost argue that consciousness is the ability to be aware that you're aware. We're the only uh, like beings that can kill mm. themselves, that can consciously make the decision to end consciousness. I don't think any other animals can do that. But that idea of consciousness, that was that was Rousseau, wasn't it? I have I, no idea. I've just been yeah. just looking, like reading and talking and just going deep. I have no idea. <laughs> um, the only person I've really read in the past year is Krishnamurti. Yeah, right on. No, no, don't. Someone fact check me on that. I don't know if it was Rousseau or not, but it's the, I think therefore I am. And the point I was going to is like that version. That, Rene, Rene Descartes. Rene Descartes. I'm kidding. I, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I, think, I think so, actually. I should call my philosophy professor. But shouts out Professor Lindahl from S SJSU. All right, give it. Um, but so that idea of consciousness was created by people who were not intentionally trying to separate us from nature, but they're part of the like spiritual and philosophical school that created the division between humans and the rest of nature. Yeah. And I think that's a fundamentally fallacious idea because fallacious meaning wrong. Yeah. Um, it, first off, it was Descartes, and I think it was Descartes. I would at least interpret. I think, therefore, I am in a different way, and it's definitely not a way that I'm thinking up on my own right mm -hmm. here. It's something I've heard, and I'm just kind of amalgamating. But um, I thought I, I think, therefore, I am is the only 
universal truth. Like if you go to the foundations theory of like, okay, work from the bottom up of what you know. Mm-hmm. The only thing you know is that your consciousness exists. You don't know that you're actually so in a room talking to me. You know, that's the only thing that you can know is that you cur- currently are experiencing something. But there's a school of philosophy, determinism, that pokes a hole in that. Because that? it's essentially the idea that even though it might feel like we're making conscious choices, mm-hmm. it's actually just like... Yeah, pre- like I don't think there's free will, but I think stuff. you're consciously experiencing it at the very least. You're conscious of your you experience you being in a body experiencing things. Well, what does consciousness matter if you are just sitting back and watching? That's like if life is just Netflix. Yeah. What's the point of consciousness? Why would it matter if only humans are consciousness if that doesn't actually impact how things go in the world? Well, because who cares if there's a Netflix show if there's not someone to watch the Netflix show? There needs, there also needs to be a watcher <laughs> experiencing whatever is happening. And I'm not saying there's guaranteed no uh, free will. That's just what I currently believe, you know? Yeah. And that's just because I've heard the most, uh, the best argument from someone who believes that there's no free will and not even in like a pessimistic way, mm-hmm. but just in the fact that it's like, if you really look at like the neuroscience of it, like your decisions are made before you know that they're made. But it, okay. So, but if I think therefore I am. I feel like that can't be true if it's also true that there's no free will. No free will. Well, what, what, what like, does it mean to be if consciousness doesn't give you input on the world? Because you're the watcher. That's the whole, that's the whole tenet of Theravada Buddhism is that you're just the watcher in your body. You're not attached to your body. You're not even your thoughts. Like that's like the mantra, like I'm not my body. I'm not even my thoughts. It's like you you are literally just something that hangs around and watches. And that's why it doesn't make any sense to get visceral reactions to things that are happening to you because mm-hmm. they're out of your control and they're not really happening to you, you know. Um, and that's why things like getting angry are so detrimental because anger is like a virtue signal of like I, my next progression in this of where I'm going is violence. And you feel the violence within yourself first. Your heart paces and you get the, like, you know, it's unhealthy. It's, un, it's unhealthy to feel violent. And then, so if you're getting caught up in that all the time, it's detrimental to your body. That's the whole metaphor of the holding the hot coal while you wait to throw it at someone. Like it's it's burning you. You to get angry or to get like upset. And that's why it's like the very first thing to do is just to be like, Mm -hmm. find complete equanimity with everything and be like, I'm not attached to any of this shit. But doesn't that kind of imply that your free will matters because you have to choose (sighs) not to be angry? Yeah. To choose not to let the anger control you. Because yeah, I, I get angry a lot. the thing is, what if it wasn't a decision? What if you were bound to hear that and come to that conclusion and start doing it? What if it wasn't a conclusion? What if it's just a, a, an eventual progression in you? What if every cool decision you make was already pre-planned is the mm-hmm. whole like thing? And you're just, you're just watching the computer program run itself. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But you're conscious of it. Like the computer, you know, but like then again, it goes back to what is consciousness? Is it panpsychism where all atoms are conscious? Or is it once it's accumulated in the large enough forebrain, which we happen to have? I've actually been wanting to Google how big the forebrain of elephants are. Because I know they have bigger brains, but mm. if it's all hindbrain where it's all like fine water, here's how you stand up, here's how you lay down then it's, I don't think that necessarily makes someone yeah. conscious. I guess maybe maybe sentience would be a better word mm, for what I'm talking about. I don't know about. what that word means. Well, it's basi- it's like a slightly different version of consciousness. It's basically the same thing. Like, okay, yeah. Like humans are sentient life forms. Yeah. Because the idea of every atom having a consciousness is just like... Like a hydrogen atom knows whether or not there's a hydrogen atom next to it. Mm-hmm. That'd because be the one line of code, the most basic of basic consciousness, quote unquote. Yeah. Is the one line of code of being like, I'm attracted to gravity and I'm strongly attracted to this hydrogen bond right here. Exactly. And ev- everything else is just like fractal levels of consciousness radiating out from that point of two hydrogen atoms. Yeah getting more and more complex as it goes up the line all the way up to someone coming up with the idea of bitcoin <laughs> and then an even essentially sm- and even we made sm- it <laughs> we made it and then an even smarter person coming up with the idea for mount whatever it is just pretending like you have a bunch of bitcoins and selling them to people mount, mount gox yeah yeah oh my god that's, that's hilarious that's actually something that. i need to talk to an expert about that because yeah. there's like there's a bunch of bitcoins that just got like sent yeah. to false addresses and now they're just there but no one can ever access them yeah. well i mean computers with thousands of them have crashed or something haven't they yeah like you should watch out for that laptop that you're making into your safe box oh yeah because it's already crashed one time but oh my god that's not a place to put all your money <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that's the thing. My shit is diversified. Oh, it's it's, it's not all in here. one place. I have some Bitcoin on my phone. I have Bitcoin. Uh, I actually put it in my bank. The <laughs> bank's like, what the fuck do I do with this? No, because... Uh, but that actually, in a certain sense, makes it more valuable. Because scarcity is an important quality of a good currency. And if... I guess if it if people lose the Bitcoin, then it becomes more scarce. So that mm. makes the Bitcoin more valuable. Yeah, like if all the Bitcoin was mined and it had a stable price, but then someone with a like a, one of the Koch brothers or um, whatever, someone like someone really rich the person that had like a million Lehman Bitcoins. Brothers. What the who? Aren't the Lehman Brothers a banking family? Yeah, one of them. What if they lost a million Bitcoins? The price of Bitcoin would probably jump up a little bit because you know those million Bitcoins would never be recovered. Yeah. Right. And that's something that sets Bitcoin apart from gold. Is like we're mining more gold every day. Well, and it's also impossible to track the full gold supply. Oh wow, yeah, good point. But with Bitcoin, you know, can you track the whole if if it's can you can you track the whole Bitcoin supply if it's uh, like how do you know if someone's just holding it or if they're they lost it? People aren't gonna reply like yeah, I have twenty Bitcoin and then you're getting taxed yeah. on it. Well, I mean, there are companies that do what's called chain analysis, which is just tracking transactions down the blockchain. Mm. And so it is possible to see not necessarily like which individual has all the Bitcoins, but you can see where all the Bitcoins are in the network. Mm. And because there's there's two factions fighting over Bitcoin right now. There's people who want to control it and people who want to make it what it's actually supposed to be, which is the decentralized private anonymous currency. Mm -hmm. And so they're creating all these neat tools that, for instance, if you spend a Bitcoin, it splits your Bitcoin into a bunch of little pieces and mixes it with pieces of other people's Bitcoins and then turns it into a new coin. Really? And that's called a coin join. Mm. And that's one way of anonymizing transactions. Even further. Yeah. Because it's already anonymous in a way, right? Theoretically Because you can track a Bitcoin. Like I could, if, if Kanye had a Bitcoin and he sold it to you and then you sold it to me, I could have a, Kanye, a Bitcoin that Kanye had as long as you didn't coin share. Yeah. That'd be sick. Well, and so the... <laughs> it's worth more. Here's where the confusion comes from, actually, because the, the Bitcoin protocol itself mm -hmm. has flaws in anonymity. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people are correct when they say Bitcoin is not fully anonymous. Mm. But there's a concept of... That's a big flaw. It is. It's also, as far as I understand these protocols which is very minimally, like consult experts, people. But uh, the other, there are other protocols, like other cryptocurrencies that do privacy and anonymity better. Mm -hmm. But there's something about Bitcoin. I think it's just the way the supply is determined, like what we were talking about with the 21 million total Bitcoins. Yeah. That makes it the best computing protocol to to be in the base layer yeah. of this decentralized financial system. You know, be the cool. Oh, sorry, sorry, I was, I was taking off roll. Keep keep going. I was almost finished, yeah. and then these other things like the Lightning Network and the Wasabi Wallet that does the coin joins. Yeah, these are the layer two, mm -hmm. and so there is going to be a layer one and a layer two for Bitcoin. But the more and more research I do, it just becomes pr more and more. Like I trust my gut on these things, honestly. I'm not. I'm not a logical person. That's a person. bold statement, man. I, a, from a financial <laughs> advisement, I'm I, not. A logical I said this in financial advice, people. Like I'm not an expert. I'm not logical. <laughs> I, it's just like all the good that has come in my life the past two years has come from trusting my intuition over mm. normie logic. Yeah, that's and hilarious, dude. That that's just what is gravitating me towards Bitcoin. Normie? Is it just that's normie? all right talk? <laughs> No, it's fucking dirtball talk. It's dirtball talk. Because there's 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 the normie world, oh my and God. and then there's the no. And this is just a basic reality. Like yeah, there's okay. the mainstream and there's the fringe. And you're fringe. I thrive I you, much I more in the fringe. Call yourself fringe. You're not fringe. I I I'm not. I can't really address that. <laughs> Comment on that. Like I mean, like if you're purposefully trying to be fringe, are you fringe, or is it like if you just are fringe, you're fringe? Well, I think my ideas don't fit into any box no, no and normies, normies love boxes oh some people do feel there, there are people who try to fit themselves in boxes and those are normies yeah. i almost want to start telling people that i meet i'm like if you define yourself in more than like three things i i probably won't like you very much like a lot mean? of people are like 
um, this old, this race, this gender, this sexuality, um, oh, this yeah, yeah. this astral sign, and like all these different things. As, from, like, as a millennial, this mental sign, this cisgender mental. white male. Yeah, but then again, I wouldn't <laughs> define myself as anything. Like that's weird for someone else to tell me how I have to define myself. I'm like, like we are, we just are. Yeah, you know, we're both no, people that's here, a, man. That's a pretty fringe idea, at least in the United States. Yeah, because Americans are all about labeling and putting shit yeah, in boxes are. just just a couple couple i think a very small outspoken group of people are i mean did you hear about that girl with the australian um firefighters her name is like the naked philanthropist or little angel k or something on twitter mm. where she raised a half million dollars for the fires by selling nudes yeah. for ten dollars if you and then uh, they shut her account down no well yeah she they shut her instagram but then twitter started <laughs> hating her because last halloween she dressed up in a fur-lined coat and she said it's my eskimo like i'm like I, i'm being an eskimo and people are like that's a racist slur and they said ask and then an asterisk mo like you would fuck like you'd bleep out fuck they bleeped out the word eskimo <laughs> And there, and I'm like, well, she raised a half million dollars for an actual good cause, and you're sitting See, here bitching at her. I think censorship is inherently immoral, and that's what's pissing me off with these social media platforms. Inherently immoral. What if I uh, gave out your address right now and said your most controversial thing, so people would go hate you? Shouldn't I be censored there? Well, I think I would just ask <laughs> you not to do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but you don't but want I, that. I should be censored. You shouldn't be able to. I guess maybe I should be more precise. I think top-down censorship by centralized bodies like governments and corporations is inherently immoral. You need government at some point. You're just getting on that fuck the government training. Yeah. Man. You need it at some point. You need it at some point. What if a bunch of people hate you and one of people paid someone to dox you? Give out your address and personal phone number. I have your email. I could sign it up for so much junk mail. Yeah, people... <laughs> literally you don't need to dox me like no 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 like i'm saying could, <laughs> i'm saying no, no but I mean, what like if you were don't need to dox me no but what if you're mark zuckerberg <laughs> and uh, someone who knew his address posted on twitter they should be censored that tweet should be taken down well, i guess yeah that's the like that should be censored. i should i should be able to censor my own information but other people <sighs> shouldn't be able to censor my information but what if someone says something about you that's very true but you don't like it could you censor it like hey dirtball whatever i don't even want to put any horrible thing out there but dirtball did this really bad thing you'd be like oh that's Hashtag about me dirtball did it, <laughs> dirtball did it. <laughs> and then you could just censor it. you'd be like oh that's about me i don't want that out there and delete it you know well no but that's not that would be me censoring their information mm. Okay. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I, I, see what you mean. I see what you mean. I can't control what other people say. I don't really. I get bothered by certain things people say about me, but at the end of the day, it like doesn't really matter. Yeah. Because I know who I am and what I'm about. Yeah. Do you though? I, Does anyone? Well, I know much better than I did. Oh, okay. There we at go. earlier stages in my yeah, life. I, th I think I'll keep thinking that every time I think I'm like, you know what? I kind of know myself. I'm like, no, I don't. At no, all. because we know what we're about. Because we're about. What are you about? I wouldn't say I'm about anything. We're about know? an honest inquiry with the state of the universe which is ongoing learning from every aspect of life like that's what you and i are about cool. that's the simplest explanation i i can actually agree with i thought you were gonna say <laughs> something where i'm like no but i'm like you know that was pretty pretty decent yeah yeah i think about this stuff man I think about this stuff see i'm working on thinking about nothing that's what the thing i'm most excited about um currently is in april <laughs> i'm going to washington to do a 10-day vipassana sound meditation retreat nice excited shutting it off because jack dorsey said that was one of the greatest things he's done i really want to do that but i know when i do i'm gonna get fucked up why i mean maybe maybe not you can't you're not allowed to no not like not like drinking like oh. like just the experience of it is gonna fuck me oh, up cool. i have demons man i've got demons well, no, i just I'm have kidding. a really chaotic brain <laughs> do you really yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a double Gemini. Oh, my God, dude. And Stop I, it and I have ADHD. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, you're defining yourself. You're defining yourself. By no, I, said, I, didn't say I, I didn't say I am ADHD. I said I have ADHD. I don't believe ADHD. I have Gemini real. qualities. You believe ADHD is real? I believe, yeah. I. Why do you not believe it's real? What is ADHD? Let's start with that. The best description of it that I've heard is that your, your brain rather than focusing on one thing at a time, focuses on a whole bunch of things at a time. No, your brain's literally really well. incapable of thinking of multiple things at the same time. You mean like within quick succession? Well, yeah, I get probably switching very, very quickly. You don't but, think everyone but has like, that? But with like a greater degree of focus. So like, it's, a, it's a greater degree than most people have. Yeah. Most people, because everyone gets distracted. Like imagine you have like 100 focus points mm -hmm. and... 
ADHD kids have 70? No, I'm trying to think like you have a hundred focus points and maybe most people have like 25 focus points. This isn't making any sense. No, no, but, I'm, but, are you thinking but, Skyrim right now? <laughs> but you, no, you have like a certain quantity of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, say everyone's focus skills up at like 90. Okay. And no, no, here, your ADHD is at like 60 or something. So, so it's like how many focus points you have and how many things you're spending the focus points on at a time. Okay. I think I have both oh. more focus points and more output. Okay. So I'm like putting more focus into a higher number of things. Yeah. That's how it feels. Are you, are you prescribed anything for it? Not anymore. I was taking Wellbutrin for a little bit, but then nice. it didn't feel like it was really doing anything. Yeah. Because that's not an actual amphetamine. It's like a different, it's not an SSRI it's actually either. It's like, like an a, SNRI or something. I don't know the chemical for it, but they prescribe it to get to help people quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, cool! Yeah. And using it for ADHD is an off off label use. Yeah, here's here's my whole take on ADHD. And again, this is an amalgamation of probably ten different people's thoughts on it. But like, okay, so you have a kid in a school, and they don't want to sit still. Mm-hmm. If you had a puppy who was a year old, and you're like, hey, sit still for eight hours. <laughs> And the puppy's like, no, I don't want to sit still for eight hours. You wouldn't drug it. You'd be like, yeah, it's a fucking puppy. I'm going to let it run around. Mm-hmm. And then you just start putting the kid on, tends to be amphetamines or some sort of Ritalin, mm-hmm. um, dextromethane or whatever. Um, I don't know what exactly Ritalin is. It's something like that. Um, you either, you know, you put them on some drug that, that really focuses them. And then you, when they come off it, they're crazy again. It's like, you just start mm-hmm. fucking with a little kid after he won't sit still for eight hours. It's like, no shit. And the guy who came up with, um, or invented the terminology ADHD on his deathbed said, it's a fictitious disease. It's a set of symptoms that is easily, mm-hmm. um, kind of put into a category. Again, he still medicated his kids, but I mean, he was in the, whatever, a long ass time ago, but he said ADHD isn't a disease. Is just a general set of symptoms. Like I actually did a first half of a show with someone with bipolar, and after it, I am going to be super careful here. It, I I disbelieve a lot of bipolarness as well because I would ask her questions like, um, "Well, so do you try to like kind of rein in it when you're at your highs, um, so that your lows are less low because you don't like spend forty grand on a truck and then you're at your lowest. You're like, shit, I'm way in debt, you know, and it makes your low lower and your high higher. Mm. She's like, no, you can't control it. I'm like, but you're taking lithium to control it so you do know that you actively want to lessen it so yeah. but you don't think that you can make the active effort so i think because huh. everyone has that thing where i'm like oh my god i'm on top of the world i'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket i'm gonna buy sushi you know like all this good stuff and then you're like shit i have no money in my bank account you have the low everyone has that i think it's just more extreme and is it more extreme because of their the way they are raised or the, the fact that they feed into it. I don't know. But I think a lot of these mental disorders, autism, ADHD, bipolar, I'm not so sure that they're as real. Like people like Greta Thunberg, you can be like, oh, she's autistic. I'm like, what does that mean? Everyone's bad. Like everyone who doesn't socialize a lot is bad at socializing. I know so many people. I'm bad at socializing sometimes, you know, like all these different things, man. I think they're often pathologized where people are like, oh, I have this I kind of have that set of symptoms and then they tell mm-hmm. himself, I really have that set of symptoms. Like, were you a split personality before you ever heard of Gemini or did you hear you were a Gemini, hear Geminis have split personalities and feed into that as a loop, you know? Well, I've always been very scatterbrained and cool. basically since like as early as I can really remember. Yeah. And I'm going to, I think you're completely wrong about autism because I do think it is related to specific genetic Mutations, genetic mutations, really, yeah, like gene expressions. You think so? I, if I have done my listening to podcasts correctly, ah, that's so funny. That's me too. That's how I'd phrase it too. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure kids who are born without any autistic symptoms, if they're given antibiotics so their gut flora goes away, they develop severe um, AD, or severe autism symptoms. But then if they're given super strong probiotics for a while, it can oh, go yeah, away. The fecal transplants. Yeah, it can go away. So I don't know if that's a gene. Ex- would that be a gene? Well, expression? but so it's a real thing that with a like a source. So how does how could it not be a real thing if there if there's a source that I you know, just I, brought up? I said less real than people think. I think like I've talked to so many people who are just not super social who are like, oh, I'm autistic. I'm like, have you gone to a doctor? Are you mm. just saying you're fucking autistic? So many people just oh, do this colloquial. Oh, I have ADHD or autism or bipolar when they've never gone to a doctor. Even if they go to a doctor, they don't do blood tests. They just say, do you have these symptoms? Oh, I guess you're this. People don't really know. Well, so the reason I say I have ADHD is because when I was twenty, totally good. I'm not calling you out here, man. <laughs> a therapist recommended I get checked for ADHD, and then when and I was, was the then like when that? I was twenty five, 
pretty unscientific, actually. It's a, it's a questionnaire probably written by pharmaceutical companies who want to sell ADHD drugs. And if not but, that, uh, it's, it's definitely a self-fulfilling thing. You're going there thinking, hey, I probably have ADHD. Let's check. And all these things are like, do you get easily distracted? So many people at different points in their life could say yes. Do you start things that you tend not to finish sometimes? Yes. Like any, I could get on a bad day. I would easily be diagnosed with bipolar uh, ADHD and autism on like, like different off days. It's so unscientific. You got to admit that. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> well, I mean, because I, I, there is like, there is real like the the chaos of my interests. Yeah, and the way I'm able to like, I don't know. I I think I am different from a lot of people in the way that I can become like fully invested in learning about business. Yeah, and then a month later, I just say fuck that mm-hmm. business is dumb. Now I'm learning all about building organizations on the blockchain you don't think in a month in a month i'm probably gonna say fuck it that's dumb but i don't know i I don't know i need to guess do more research on myself and and, and i could be totally wrong here i think easily 10 20 30 percent of them are real but i'm saying a lot more people just kind of jump on the bandwagon i'm gonna tell you about astrology okay yeah yeah, give it to me i think (laughs) astrology is real because it's based on the position of celestial bodies at the time of your birth. Yes. And gravity comes from these celestial bodies. Mm-hmm. And I th- my theory is that the celestial bodies influence the way your atoms come together as this collection of atoms. Okay. And so people born during one particular celestial arrangement are different than people born during another celestial arrangement mm-hmm. on like a subatomic level. Okay. That's my theory. All right, I'll let, I'll, I'll, I'll let that go. Okay. That's one of the that's one of those theories that I don't know if we have the people the born technology to people test People born it at different altitudes are different because they have different gravitational forces and oxygen levels in their mother. Like like yeah. anyone, everyone in the world is born differently at that point. You know. Well, yeah, and everything is a balance of nature and nurture. So yeah. there are people who don't exhibit the Gemini qualities. And it could be just a self-fulfilling prophecy where people say Gemini's act a certain way. And then they do. That's my thought on it. But I just hate it because I'm Cancer the Crab and I don't like that. So I choose to not uh, believe in astrology, which is totally a Cancer thing to do. I'm is kidding. It? No, I'm fucking with you. I don't know, dude. I purposely don't read it because I'm like, oh, I'm going to die of cancer, aren't I? No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, who wants, who wants to have that be their astrology? Like all the most badass people in the world, Kanye, Trump, I don't like Trump, but I'm saying like, People who are doing a lot right now in the yeah. world, um, Boris Johnson, they're all Gemini's. Yeah. You know, Gemini's like got a gang going right now. Gemini gang. No, cause, and because Gemini's are, are air spirits. We're ruled by Mercury, the communicator god. Yeah. So we're just like, and my my friend Plato, he's another Gemini. And he and I are on the same like manic community building energy, just nice. like up in everyone's business, trying to collaborate with everybody. Yeah. I like it, but I'm doing that too, kind of, to maybe a lesser level. I mean, because Gem- Gemini and Cancer are right next door. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but astrologically, that's a million no, but, times but isn't different. Can- I'm pretty sure Cancer's a water sign, though. So I don't really yeah, know. I'm a crab man. Crab boy. Crabby boy. I have a crab tattoo. Do you really? Did, was that a brand new one on your wrist right there? No one's going to be able to see it. My, oh, I got to take a photo. So I'll take it of your, your tattoo showing up. Yeah. No, I got that when I first moved to Eugene over at Black Label Tattoo. Shout out. Yeah, it was a Friday the 13th special. Nice. Yeah. But the crab tattoo is because I'm from the Chesapeake Bay area in oh, Maryland. Nice. It's oh, a Chesapeake wow. Bay blue crab. Cool. I like it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm eventually going to get a tattoo. I'm just spending a long time thinking about what it's going to be. I really want it to be something that has no significance in my life. I just want it to be something that looks cool because I know I change so often that I'm not going to keep the same significant things. Yeah. But I generally think the same. Oh, I don't think the same shit's cool either. I'll just find something badass, you know? The next tattoo I want to get, <laughs> have you seen that painting, The Death of Socrates? Uh, with the guy's, oh, yeah, where he's drinking the, the drinking the whatever. Yeah, it's like someone's handing and him the hemlock and yeah, he's just yeah, like, totally. fuck all you like, yeah, yeah. whack-ass haters. Mm-hmm. Like, that I want to get that tattoo, like Socrates <laughs> and the person handing him the hemlock. Yeah, that's so funny, dude. <laughs> just replace it with you instead of Socrates, though. No, that'd be dumb. Why? Because <laughs> I'm not as smart as Socrates. I, I got to stay humble. Gotta stay humble. I like it, man. So, you, so, so in your life, mostly right now, you're bitcoining, decentralization, <laughs> and pumping, pumping snack tack. The uh, yeah, I'm at war with these whack ass food companies. Yeah, I just today 
if you go on the Snack Tack Food Instagram account, you can see the Instagram story I posted. Or no, it's an IGTV video. Because I've been making videos and articles where I review other energy bars. Okay. And that's a pretty fringy marketing tactic. That's a I very fringe marketing Because I'm just like, I'm selling my snack. Yeah. And evaluating other people's snacks. Yeah. And this is really smart in a lot of ways because one, it establishes me as an expert in my field, which is something all the marketers tell you to do. And two, it's good for SEO because now there's a chance that somebody will Google one of these other companies mm. and my shit will come up in the search results. Nice. So do you do it on <laughs> your own blog post on your website or do you do it on their websites? Oh, on my own website. Oh, you like, you like write. That's a really good idea, man. Maybe I should do that with other podcasts. I wouldn't recommend it for everybody because I'm good at writing and producing content and I don't know I'm so how not, good you are. Like, I'm awful. No, dude. but that's what, like, that book, there's <laughs> no, some I'm good insights I'm in excited. that book. He gave me a very kind book. The only book, um, I'm actually, I'll, I'll probably read that, but for the most part, I'm only reading Christian and Bernie books for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, but dude, I wrote a screenplay and I gave it to Shane. Mm -hmm. Um, and after that, I don't think he's messaged me back pretty much. So I'm like, that must have been a really bad screenplay. Yeah, and you still owe me a copy of that. Like, yeah, I'll, 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 that. I'll get it from him because he probably read five pages and was like, this what is the, the fuck? He tweeted out something. He tweeted something about like the, the need to storytell is like destructive or something. I'm like, uh, and I even tweeted back. I'm like, yeah. Wait, but Sean can, or Shane? Shane. And I was like, you can always just put it in a bad screenplay and it makes it better though or something like that. And he didn't even respond to it. I'm like, oh man, it's that bad. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. You got tweeted. No, I mean, I, I, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's going to come on the show sometime soon. Like eventually he got back to me, but for like a solid month there, I'm like, wow, that was a bad decision to like share that with someone. Because my first book, there's a horrific event that takes place in it. And I gave it to um, my boss at the time. Mm -hmm. And after that, he always like looked at me differently. I'm like, I don't know, man. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's just fun to write. It's like it was fun to write a story that people are like, holy shit, I did not fucking see that coming. Yeah. Rather than like, That's the okay. two brothers one. That was that just the... a page away. Two brothers is like super away. obvious. Like a rich and a poor brother, like were given away to different. Have I explained it to you already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm like, you know what? Like that was a simple one, but the other one's like, whoa, that's fucked up. Mm. I don't know. Fucked up stuff's fun. Like, but it I've been, is. I've been. I don't want to call out anyone here, but like I've been moving away from watching anything that's fucked up. Like if I met someone and their favorite movie was like the Saw movie, mm. I would be very hesitant about hanging out with them because I'm like, that's filling your head with a lot of crazy shit, you know? Well, it's also so artless, the Saw franchise. Yeah, like, it's popular. Who are, who are you to call something that made millions of dollars artless? Well, some one of the my favorite articles I wrote for my college he paper. He me in yesterday. I like that guy. Nice. He's good. He did some... What's, I think his name is Robert. Dude, he, I don't know. He did I told him to email me. He's a really he good web designer. I, I yeah. remember that. But We're actually going to do a charity event because he's working on a charity thing where you, um, two people, like I pledged uh, however much other people donate, I'll match that amount. Oh, nice. And so I'm going to do it. I'm going to see if Rick Dancer will do it with me where we both go live on Facebook and then people can donate to like whatever, some nice. charity that Rick Dancer likes. So That's be tight. Anyways, I cut you off there, man, for the millionth time. Oh, yeah. The, one of the best articles I wrote for my school paper, Shouts Out Spartan Daily, yeah. even though they have a terrible website now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was about hip-hop music, how there's two kinds of hip-hop. There's mm. people who are in it for the art and people yeah. who are in it for the, the business, like entertainers. Mm -hmm. And I think the two examples I used were Kendrick Lamar and 2 Chains. Thank you for not using Kanye. Well, Kanye would be even a better artistic example than Kendrick Lamar. Kanye would be both. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, because when, when, you, when you do excel at the artistic stuff you become, to that degree, yeah, like it, totally. it's profitable. But 2 Chains is like... Yeah, I'm going to make money. He has, a, fuck, he has a college degree in some shit, <sighs> and he's a smart guy, and he's like, this is the type of music I make if I want to make a lot of money. Yeah. And he's really good at making that type of music. That's funny. And I didn't know that. yeah, Two Chains is a really fucking smart guy, That's and funny. he's a good citizen. He's like he's like involved with Atlanta. Two like two two of my biggest political idols are actually rappers. Like not Two Chains, but <laughs> who's the other one? But, uh, Killer Mike. Oh, nice. He's one of my biggest political role yeah. models. He reps Bernie though. Doesn't rep your Yang Gang guy. Yeah, and here's <laughs> here's my weird thing. Like I'm totally not sold on Andrew Yang's policies anymore. Nice. <laughs> but I'm sold on the spiritual entity that Andrew Yang is. Ah, uh, no, he's a, he's cool. I'm just like, he has like 1 million Twitter followers and Bernie has like 10 on two different accounts. So he has like 20 million. Well, I'm Bernie's like, been popping longer. Yeah, I'm like, who yeah. are you really going to bank on to actually win this? Someone with 20 million Twitter followers or 1 million? 
Twitter know? does not represent all of America, you, especially with admit, Twitter kicking all these people off. No, but you got to definitely admit that like that's a discrepancy. If one person can immediately reach 20 million people, which are probably mostly bots, and the other can only reach 1 million, like I'm going to put my eggs more in that mm. basket. You know, if I'm banking on like who's going to find like actually move the world forward. I don't know, man. Yeah, I got I, a lot of faith that Bernie's going to beat Trump. I think that'd be pretty tight. That'd be tight, dude. I think everyone should still be mentally prepared for four more years of Trump. Cause I'm not. I really genuinely think Bernie's going to win. You really think he won't? Well, I mean, you should always be prepared for the best and the worst case scenario. <laughs> and everything in the middle. Yeah. No. I don't know, man. That, that's stoicism, isn't it? Which is the one philosophy that I hate, which everyone else seems to love. Even though a lot of what you've said today was pretty much stoic principles. No. Name one thing. What? Like what you said about anger earlier. That was straight out of stoicism. Is it? Yeah. I don't... The one thing I've... Buddhism and stoicism are very similar. Are they? Yeah. Dude, I looked into stoicism There's a lot of douchey alpha bros who have made, like... Stoicism They've made stoicism all about being a douchey alpha bro, but... Well, not even that. They were like, okay, so you should start (laughs) off every day thinking about the worst things that could happen, because then from there... You know, every like whenever you get, better. yeah, and or like if then if someone cuts you off in traffic, at least your mom didn't die or some shit like that. And I'm like, that's fucked up thinking. No, I'm I'm good. That's that's bad philosophy. I'm kidding. Yeah. You can't say. I mean, that. have you how much like study of stoicism have you done? Almost none. Yeah. I watched uh, two minutes of a uh, informational <laughs> video and then I shut it off in anger. And now yeah. I talk. No, the videos about, about what it. stoicism is are really bad. Like you gotta mm. just read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Mm. Have uh, you? Yeah. Nice. I don't recommend books I haven't read. Cool. Out of principle. I do. I do just for fun. Just to <laughs> fuck with people. <laughs> you gotta read the Bhagavad Gita, bro. It's unbelievable. It is a pretty cool book. I haven't read the whole thing, but the passages I've read from the Gita. I haven't even seen it. I've good. just heard people talk about it. <laughs> just do that. No, like I've been even fucking with people more. I'm like, oh my God, this book's incredible. And I've actually given out books that I've never even read. I'm like, I don't know. You're, so you're like chaotic <laughs> neutral. I'm chaotic good. I'd like to think I'm chaotic <laughs> good. I'd rather be chaotic good than lawful anything, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're I like friends. to think of myself as chaotic neutral. Yeah, I'd, no, I'd take you to chaotic good. I mean, you got the, I mean, what, what's the foundation of snack tack? Curing depression. Yeah, fighting depression through healthy, healthy diets, strong communities, and connections to nature. That's not so neutral. But, but in my off time, I murder people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I like anonymity so much? So it's pretty neutral. I told you I, that's just like the daytime personality. We got Doctor Jekyll and Mister Dirtball. Yeah, that's so funny, dude. With, with starting your own like kind of startup, because I'm, I would almost say that I'm kind of doing that. Do you ever find times where you're like, I have a million things to do, but I don't know what to do right now. You know, like, I mean, like you're here working all the time. What are you doing all the time? Like you got to have times where you're like, the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, it's not knowing. I think you, you kind of said it. It's not knowing what to do. It's like which thing to prioritize. Do you ever get stuck not doing any of them because you're like, you know, you're like, fuck, I got to do a million things. No, I mean, I, I, sometimes I don't have like the money I need to do a certain thing. Yeah. And that's actually what the website is for, because I'm still like, even, excuse me, when I don't have money to invest in making the actual dirt balls. Yeah. Excuse me. Do you just have them at one place? Do you just have them at the, 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 that one gas station, the, like the really cool eco? Yeah. Sequential biofuels. Biofuels. Um, but I'm working on the station market over here. <laughs> You're working on me, greasing them up? My homie actually just hit me up. She's talking to her manager about putting them in. The store. Nice. So it's like, it's slowly growing. I'm not really... The, the ally you made last week? No, a different no. friend. I met her through music connections. I like it, man. Yeah, like she's it. tight, though. Shouts out Sarah Glass, Free For All News. It's oh, cool. a, yeah, Grab a copy of it. I left some on the desk over there, but it's another little... It's a monthly publication here in Eugene. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I actually reached out to the the, the other, the U, the Uge cast, Uge cast that yeah. you, you sent me. I'm going to be a guest on their show. I actually reached out to every Eugene podcaster. Um, How did you gonna, find them? On Reddit, actually. On Reddit. Um, so I'm going to be on all their shows, and they're all going to come on my show. Because I'm like, we all got to connect. We all got to like, help uplift each other. Except this one guy. I don't even want to call it his podcast because I'm like, it's weird. Like, I got the vibe that he's like, 
like, you know, those people who are like, like if there was another person making like a similar snack to you, instead of working together, they're like, no, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to make it better. And I'm like, oh my God, fucking some people. That's you the know? wrong mindset. That's the wrong mindset. I'm like, all right, well, like, I probably won't have you on my show. Then. I'm literally about to open source dirt balls. Like, wow. Like I need to talk to my people cause I'm not <laughs> the only one involved anymore. Thankfully. Yeah. But like. I really want to just open source dirt balls. Yeah. Because I don't dates, give a fuck. Papayas and put them together. <laughs> no, I mean, no, and that's because that's the thing. Dirt balls are not a complicated recipe. I just got lucky mm-hmm. and stumbled upon the right flavor combination. Yeah. Yeah. They're tasty, man. And I, I, I have this vision of like dirt balls being an open source snack and <laughs> like people in different cities even are you making like their a, own dirt ball like packaging. Do you mean a recipe? No, I'm kidding. I'm so <laughs> fucking kidding with you. No, but I mean, you are, you are, yeah, it is, yeah, it is a recipe. Of, but like, but uh, I want to be cool and techie. Yeah. Because it's 2020. Like you have to buy the patent to be able to make and sell them in your state or your, your city. Like I'd buy a patent for dirt ball or no, like, not, not a patent, but like a thing that says I can legally make them and you get like 5% of it or something. Nothing. N- no, because the, the open source ethos is I'm going to make this for the public good. And if you want to, you can contribute back mm. monetarily or by creating more code or by bringing the code to new people. Yeah. Like, like and that's that. what, that's what's actually great about Bitcoin is because it's, an, it's an, <laughs> bring op- it back. Bring it's it back. an open source protocol. <laughs> yeah. No, like nobody Satoshi Nakamoto, the individual slash group slash AI entity yeah. who created the blockchain protocol is anonymous mm-hmm. and probably dead at this point. Really? People think, and so the the blockchain protocol is just like this code base yeah. that anyone can download and build on top of. Okay. And that's what's so fucking cool about it. Yeah. Is it's just this thing that's out in the universe. Whenever people talk like this, you got to realize, but people who don't understand code doesn't mean don't, don't even know what it means to build on top of code. Like, what does what does that even mean, yeah, man? Man, what does that mean? You know, like shit like that. Like where people just start talking above me, I'm like, all right, I'm probably not the person, the right person to buy Bitcoin because I would always be. Wait, so do you, do you personally not understand what that means? I don't understand most of what Bitcoin is, so I'm not mm. going to buy it because I realized all I'd be doing is listening to other people, which is essentially giving other people my money to take care of, which is the one thing I really learned from getting way into stocks and Martin Shkreli and stuff. Is don't trust anyone else with your money. Yeah. Or don't put in stocks. Stocks are weird. Stocks, housing market, everything. Just keep in cash. I think, and that's one area where I do support government. Like, I think the financial industry really needs to be regulated. Oh, yeah. All industries need to be regulated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just just turn from a liberal to not a liberal. (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) I mean, (sighs) I mean, any industry, like if I was making, uh, if I was making dirt balls and say you weren't super ethical and you made your own packaging and used petroleum and you had leftover and there's no government, you could just go fucking dump it in a river. There's no government, you know, <laughs> like you need government to, to make sure people don't do the cheapest option to get rid of waste and shit like that. Like you do need those fuckers. But I think those Epstein killing fuckers. Um, I'm in the middle of this book called Skin in the Game. by Oh, Nassim Taleb. Yeah. Nice. And there was this one quote in it that he actually quoted from somebody else, I think. Yeah. That was just like, boom, that's what it is for me. And he said, the quote is, I am libertarian at the federal level. No. Republican at the state level. Yeah. yeah. Democratic at the city level. And socialist on the family and friends level. I thought it was communist communist with my family. Um, Like, I, I, I always heard, I heard Naval probably quote... Nassim Taleb quoting someone else, but he started the other way with my family. I'm a communist with my friends. I'm a socialist with my community. I'm a Democrat at a state level. I'm capitalist and at a federal level. I'm libertarian. Like the further up you go, the less you trust. Yeah, essentially. And so I think the federal government doesn't need as much power as it has. And I want to take the power away from the federal government and put it like I think city governments should be a lot stronger oh, yeah. than federal governments. All states, states should all be different. All fifty states should be their own. Yeah, because it's a we live in a federation. Yeah, and that's why when if you f- if you make the federal aspect of a federation too big and clunky, then it becomes dysfunctional and oppressive. Yeah, and we're really at that point where it's about to get real authoritarian, possibly. Yeah, and that's what's I have. Like something is going on in my brain, man. Because I have, I have an equal, 
<laughs> like my my philosophy, my political philosophy is a balance of like complete socialism and complete libertarianism. Okay. And there is no convergence there. Like those do not mix. But I fully believe in the truth of both of them. You yeah. want to see my little tattoo there? Yeah, I'm taking a photo. We got to end it soon. I got some of the, the singer lady coming in a little bit. But I don't know Continue. what to do with these like... These conflicting yeah. ideas in my head. Yeah, that's everything, man. There's everything's binary, <laughs> and if you learn too much about both, it it levels to zero. So you just want to just maybe focus on one, or just at the end of the day, you realize that like the world's good and bad. You know, good and bad are just kind of fictitious. They both lead into each other, and mm-hmm. neither of them really matter that much. It's all. I think the world overall is heading in a good, as I say, good and bad are wrong, but like a <laughs> in a in a net positive direction. Where like I mean, obviously you know, poverty's going down, all these different things. Even mm-hmm. the little dips of bad, like Trump winning um, and stuff, like it's just helping go up. It's just helping get there faster is my, mm-hmm. my kind of general thoughts of it. And Trump feels really bad, but I don't think we'll really know whether or not it was a good or bad thing until like I'm, 20 years from now. I'm entirely with you, man. It just feels real crazy and chaotic from the inside. And that's yeah. why stoicism is important. Because <laughs> like it's it. the whole philosophy of just keeping a cool head. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right, okay. Then right I guess the I am wave. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I I'll I'll believe some of stoicism. But thank yeah, you very do, much. Do man. research we before did you just count something. <laughs> you know, I, I do. I watched two minutes of a video. No, That's like my my trademark is uh, talking shit about something I don't know about. That's, that's something <laughs> solid. Um, thank you very much, man. Do you have any any shout outs or things you want to end with? Stay hydrated. Learn what money really is, and tell your friends you love them. All right. Lots of love, everyone. Thanks for listening.